It's the Meg John and Justin podcast. Yay! Yay! Feel like having a nice yell. There. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Hell yeah! Woo-hoo! Meg John Justin podcast. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm feeling all yeah <laughs> yeah. Your cat's doing the strangest thing, looking at us. Uh, Barney, Barney's upside down, looking at us with an upside down head, and her beautiful white belly is uh, completely exposed. But if you were to wander over there and uh, floof that belly, which is what obviously you want to do, yeah, uh, it would not be good. It would not end well for she you. She doesn't like it. She, she's, it, you know, it's it's all like it's almost like a Venus flytrap. You know, it's like there. To, and she'll just, yeah, oh, exactly. So it's like she's done her body map. It's like I like being touched on my back when I walk past your leg. Yeah, and sometimes like being scrushed in and around my ears. I don't know. No, there is this exists online. There is a body map of dogs and a body map of cats. And right. the body map of dogs is like yeah, even better. Oh, right there, everywhere. And the cats is like top of the head, yes. And then everywhere else is like meh, no. Definitely no. Oh hell no. Yeah. Don't even go there. Yeah. Yeah. So and so you know where they are for Barney. It's basically top of the head or the base, sort of like the base of the tail on the back. Okay. Um, they like that. Right. Um, most cats like those two places. Right. But it depends on you know it's context it's a dependent. Bit erogenous zones, isn't it? It is erogenous zones, but it's context dependent, as with all of our erogenous zones, because if she's just woken up from a snooze. Right, yeah, and she's feeling really loving. You could even get the belly at that point, yeah. and you'll get a purr. Well, this is why every time you go towards stroking Barney, yeah. Jay, you it's need like to a new like cat. It's the first time, it's the like new first new sensations, exactly. But if I, I do know for a fact, if I went over there now and flew flew the belly, yeah. it would not go well for me. No, yeah, because <laughs> she's made that very clear. Yeah, hashtag consent. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. What a very important chat that was. So oh, Barney's given us side eye. Yeah, or upside uh, down eye. Upside down eye, yeah. And winking just then. Yeah. So, we have a question this week, MJ. Let me just get this up on my phone. Um, so, uh, first of all, um, great, they say, uh, she says, right? No, actually, they don't say what their gender is, but they're talking in a third person or somebody else. Anyway. Yeah. So they say, Uh uh, great job improving sound quality, guys. Yay. Uh, Really enjoyed the recent podcast read, Non-Genital Sex. Thanks. We enjoyed that one. We did. It was long. And the one that was at an event with an artist, that's Alexandra Karpovitz, Let's Talk About Sex. Yeah. Like Alexandra. So the question is, if people do decide that they want to learn to be better at sex, that's in inverted commas, better, Mm -hmm. um... How would you advise a woman who has enjoyable sex with her, brackets, female partners, uh, but would better like to learn how to have more reliable slash reproducible orgasms, uh, solo and with a partner? Mm-hmm. So, nice question. Yeah, I mean, it's a really interesting <coughs> question. I guess the, 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 the inverted commas better yeah. is kind of linked to the orgasm bit because they're both kind of... Um, indicate a kind of the way a lot of people view sex uh, as a kind of it's an activity that you can improve your performance at that you can yeah you can get better you at. can get better yeah, at uh-huh, uh-huh. As, like uh, I can get better at juggling mm-hmm. or cooking or yeah another activity gives an activity MJ uh, you put me on a sweat cycling cycling <laughs> what did I think of cycling no, that's your thing yeah, it's my thing ah, that's nice playing saxophone <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. um, 
Yeah, I mean, they are activities you can get better at, but approaching sex like that, we think, is not the way to go. Well, it's tricky, isn't it? Because you're not, yeah, the analogy with a, a bike or a saxophone is interesting because, the you know, every bike and every saxophone is fairly similar. Yeah. I'm sure saxophonists and cyclists will now write in saying that's not true. But, you know, it's really different when you're playing a person. Yeah. Like, you know, people are both people are very different from each other and yep. even the same person is very different at different times so you not cannot guarantee that every time you step on a pedal in the first same way it's going to speed up or every time you hold down a certain number of keys you're going to get a perfect day exactly so that <laughs> I key, like that that was really, good <laughs> it's really really good so they are objects yes. which you can make work in a particular way exactly another human or yourself as a human yes. is not an object you yeah. can make work in a particular way exactly we are not but we are not robots or machines where you press particular buttons in a certain way and yeah. you make them do a thing yeah make and us do a thing. cats would be somewhere between a human and a saxophone <laughs> i think as we have established at the start of this program <laughs> Nobody's blowing. Nobody's blowing Barney and making a note out of Barney. No, I can tell you that right no, now. absolutely. No, um, but yeah, that's it. It's like so. It's so. It's a much more difficult thing to get better at because you know if you're saying like could you get better at sex with with all women mm. well it would be so different what would appeal from woman to woman yeah you know that it's just you know no unfortunately that's mm. going to be really difficult yeah um um and then even with the same woman or even with yourself mm. there's still that issue of change over time yeah you know what gets you hot one time is not going to be the same the next time mm. you know um in terms of physical touch or things that you're going to think about or, yeah. or or play out so um i think yeah it, the the concept of better is a tricky one when it comes to sex i think it can get away it, it, i think it can get in the way of enjoying sex yeah and i think orgasms can get in the way of enjoying sex yeah i kind of wrote about this at my uh, bish about, yeah. uh, about orgasms last year or the year before um and i try i said on there that um a lot of people focus on orgasms or giving their partner an orgasm as if that's yeah that happens and um as and that is a almost a that that is an end in and of itself rather Mm -hmm. than actually just trying to enjoy sex yeah and i think if we try to if we look towards trying to enjoy sex more that's a different thing from achieving an orgasm because achieving an orgasm is a bit like yeah being able to play a Miles Davis song on the saxophone <laughs> yeah. or um, being able to climb Mont Ventoux yes. on a bike yes exactly um, um, and I think it's diff- you know that if you if you go in you know seeking an orgasm or seeking to give somebody else an orgasm you know the it's paradoxical that often that will make it a lot more difficult yeah to say you're going into a solo sex session yeah thinking right i'm about to have solo sex i want to get an orgasm i want to have an orgasm you're going to find that trying to make that happen yeah. makes it more difficult to happen and it yeah. can be end up being quite frustrating and you're kind of you know really pulling after this orgasm that's just not happening and yeah. often you can be quite rsi or you know kind of yeah. painful and a bit disappointing whereas if you're kind of going into that time thinking mm, you know like I'm feeling a little bit turned on mm-hmm. you know what am I going to let myself think about mm. that's really horny yeah. or am I going to look at a bit of porn or some erotica mm. um, am I going to do something that I really enjoy mm. without any sense of like this needs to end in an orgasm yeah. you might find you get so turned on 
that it's a really quick to just have an orgasm yeah. at the end of that or it's a really quality amazing orgasm or that you don't have one but just you know you reach more of a climax in the fantasy or in the thing you're watching or some other kind of climax that's put that's just as pleasurable definitely yeah i think that before we go any further we perhaps need to address um some of the stuff around why people are why people find orgasms are really important to them. And yeah. I got in trouble with with one one reader criticised me a couple of years ago when I did this orgasm post. Yeah. That she's like, she demands that her partners try to give her an orgasm, and that's really important for her. And if mm. they don't try, that's a problem. I'm like, yes, but the other side of that is that some people think that unless they give their partner an orgasm, then they're not really they're yeah. not making their partner enjoy sex, and so it's. I suppose it, what, what it can go back to is that kind of old sex negative idea mm. that you know um, men's, men's orgasms are more important than women's yep. orgasms so yep. you could see like um, maybe a woman listener thinking like really you know we've just finally got to the point where it's assumed that everyone needs to have an orgasm in sex it's not just guys orgasm that counts yep. or have we even got to that point yep. actually you know the DSM categories around sexual dysfunction suggest that still it's seen as men's orgasms are the more important ones yes because we're framing sex as penis yeah. and vagina sex and yeah. that's more exciting for the penis you usually often in the vagina exactly so all of that um so so yeah there's a there's a good point to be had there that we need to equalize it but i guess you know like when many things with feminism like you don't want it to end up equally bad Mm. so like people will say sometimes the argument for like having women in the military like why are we arguing for that that would be equally bad now now women get to die for their country as well as men yeah there's a bit of that here it's like oh well if we make it like women have to really have must have an orgasm during sex as well as men must have an orgasm yeah then potentially we've made equally bad for everybody and actually a lot harder for for both parties to have the orgasm absolutely i guess there's a thing there about sex positivity as well is that we've gone from a place of um uh, only men are allowed to orgasm but now everyone is expected to orgasm but also at the right time in yeah. a way that is pleasurable for everybody and that all the orgasms happen at the same time And yeah that exactly that puts a lot of pressure on that it's mm. like it's always got to be say simultaneous orgasm or it's always got to be even multiple orgasm or certain yeah. kinds of you know or, or, or orgasm from penetration is better somehow than an orgasm from someone touching themselves yeah. you know all of that comes into it and again this isn't to say that orgasms aren't great but what I'm actually you know what I think is that orgasms have just become a lot more difficult when you mm. put this pressure on yeah. them and actually if we can let go and just do what feels hot mm, yeah then the orgasm's quite likely going to happen anyway mm-hmm. and also we're not going to feel like a failure if it doesn't because we recognize that simply enjoying some hotness with somebody or on our own yeah. is, a, is a pleasure in itself that doesn't necessarily need to have that endpoint. well i think that's the thing and I, uh, if we could focus on um all of the sensations that we're having so i mean one of the things mm. that i have with the idea of orgasm is that it kind of there's like uh, a few seconds of feeling, you know, those those feelings around an orgasm, and what they what that feels for you might be very different to to another person. Yeah. But what you describe as an orgasm, dear mm. listener, might you know those few seconds, but it throws under the bus all of the other yeah. seconds or minutes or hours of things that you were thinking about or looking at or exploring yeah. or, uh, beforehand, and like so they're all not pleasurable. Only the orgasm is pleasurable. That's it, right. It's like a means to an end. And I think sometimes when people aren't so focused on reaching an orgasm, if they're just enjoying this real sense of hotness, 
then it's more like a warm hotness that just you know it gets kind of more and more and more mm. and the orgasm can feel almost just like a tipping over from that mm. it's like that pleasure boiling yeah. boiling boiling for ages really pleasurable all of the, all the way through yeah and it can almost be just like this little tipping over kind of feeling yeah. which is really nice but it's all, it's not this kind of big whereas if you're kind of really reaching for an orgasm and you yeah. do actually get it it can be quite an unpleasurable like trying to force trying to get it trying to get it yeah. trying to get it it's eluding you it's eluding you and then a big kind of burst at the end yeah you know which can be really pleasurable but yeah like you say mm. the, the the warm bubbling version actually yeah. the whole thing is pleasurable and yeah. the the final thing may be a bit less starkly different to the build-up yeah you know? mm. and i guess there's a difference there between like feeling and thinking isn't there that, mm. that it's the that if we're wanting to reach a thing and we're pressuring our bodies to doing to reaching a thing then yeah. we kind of disembody ourselves we take ourselves mm. away from us and we can be very self-critical yeah and as soon as the self-critical starts coming in that can oh, be really difficult can be a real killer can't it so, when you're sort of like oh god i really need to come because that person's you know whatever part of their body they're using is going to start hurting or yeah you know they they've come ages ago and yeah. you know they're not really in the mood anymore or, or you know, this is my only time of today where i have time to have a wank yeah I've not even had an orgasm yet and I'm losing so much time yeah I've already been wasting a lot of time already oh and now I'm not thinking now I'm thinking about my work so it's not hot so that's going to be difficult you know yeah no it's not good so the so it's really about um just trying to be in your body and I guess what what I would say is stop trying to have an orgasm like stop yeah trying in that way of trying to make it happen yeah but just be and see and be curious about your body and notice everything that's going on in your body yeah for me i would say it's like tune into what you really find hot yeah you know and and be trying to do or think about the things that are really hot for yeah. you and that that's the thing to yeah. really enjoy the hotness yeah and it may tip over into one of those kinds of orgasms or yeah. it may not and that's you know but you still had half an hour thinking about a really hot scene or doing a really hot scene yeah. with somebody that's that's that was the point yeah you know the point wasn't the orgasm it exactly. may or may not end it may or may not have involved an orgasm you know if you if you approach it like that you even stop even kind of noticing which ones ended in an orgasm and which ones didn't you Absolutely. know you can actually get to that point where it's like it was just that hot hour or half hour or 15 minutes you know Absolutely. I, I also think that we need to decouple the word orgasm from the word climax yeah like a lot of people think that they're synonymous yeah and that you know i mean one of the frustrations that many people have particularly many um, many women who have sex with men mm-hmm. uh, is that once they've achieved orgasm then that's it because the refractory period often means that yeah. once they've ejaculated I should say yeah. that many men find that they're just not that's it they're kind of done now Yeah. and so um, a lot of people will get frustrated with the idea that oh I say sex is over for all of us then right so, mm-hmm. it's that I, so we need to decouple it for that reason but yeah. also that um, just that that graph if you imagine a graph of getting more and more excited more and more excited and then there's an orgasm and then it's yeah it drops off and then we go and get on with that day yeah if we could start looking at our graphs differently of maybe like a slow burn of just Mm. middling kind of excitement for ages isn't that 
yeah really nice too yeah i mean and some people would deliberately keep themselves on the edge of orgasm or yeah. ho- deny someone an orgasm as part of a kink scene yeah. as a way of just keeping it bubbling for that yeah. whole time yeah, yeah, which yeah. is really can be really exciting but as you say other kinds of climax as well again yeah. i think it's a useful thing to learn from kinksters who may the climax of the scene mm-hmm. maybe somebody bursting into tears mm-hmm. maybe somebody bursting out laughing yeah. you know maybe like it's a it's a structured scene that has a whole story to it and it maybe the climax is like the just the end of the story yeah um there's all kinds of you know if you like a climax mm-hmm. there's all kinds of kind of emotional and physical climax you can reach mm. that aren't an orgasm yeah definitely um, and that, that can be yeah again equally valid or pleasurable yeah yeah maybe you know certain kinds of sex it's about you know trying trying a thing that's maybe a little bit complicated and the the climax is to have done to have managed that thing yeah you know rather than to have orgasmed it's like just opening up different kinds of ways of experiencing these things like the different kinds of climaxes different kinds of pleasure different kinds of feelings and I think like with a lot of our advice this is good advice for people who do have reproducible regular reliable orgasms yeah yeah. if you're the kind of person who can um, you know knock one out in two minutes (laughs) uh, you know and that's the thing that you really enjoy doing you know yeah. fair play to you you know great mm-hmm. but after a while you might get into a kind of a fixed mindset around that yeah, that, you yeah. know, that's just what I do when I get an orgasm mm-hmm. you might start thinking that your orgasms are maybe getting a little bit stale or yeah. you're not really but if you can just allow yourself a time where you're really not orgasming but you're really not trying to do that yeah. you're just being in your body exploring different thoughts different fantasies or experiencing what it's like to be in your body or both those things then you might start really enjoying sex yeah. even more, which is yeah. what we're. And if you're at that point, yeah, I would, I would think about you know playing with that, like seeing what it's like to keep holding back from the actual tipping over point, or you know if your breath gets really fast towards orgasm, it's really interesting to take d- deliberate, deep, slow breaths. Mm-hmm. Changes the quality of yep. the orgasm. You know, it's like even if you're yeah like you say reliable orgasm person you can mix it up and end up having some really great different experiences yeah. which may or you may or may not class as an orgasm yeah. you know it starts to unpack the whole notion of you know what is that yeah. what is that orgasm moment and it's so varied you know yeah. it can feel like anything from a little like damp kind of slightly disappointing you know, yeah. oh, that's over then. A borgasm. Yeah, borgasm. All the way, I love that. All the way to, you know, kind of fireworks in the sky, the most amazing connected to the universe feeling that you could ever imagine, right? Yeah, and yeah. Where, where sometimes afterwards people may say, I wasn't even sure whether I was orgasming or not. I'm not yeah. quite sure how to describe it, but it was amazing. Yeah, so the borgasm and the amazing orgasm almost question the whole point, yeah, you know, the whole, like, what is an orgasm? Because yeah. you're not even sure if that's what that was, you know? And that whole conflation yeah. between orgasm and ejaculation is really like yeah. as well, isn't it? It's like the, the idea mm. that they are both the same thing. Yeah, it's not the same thing for people where their prostates are above their or in their vulvas. Yes, and it's not the same for people where the prostates are near their anuses. Yeah, um, they. But we say that the people with prostates near their anuses, that orgasm and ejaculation the happens at the same yeah, time yeah, for yeah. the penis. Yeah, typically. yeah. Um, there's a lot of people who can have the orgasms you know lots of orgasms separate from the ejaculation exactly yeah uh and also um by tuning into whether you're enjoying like how you're enjoying the sensations and what whether you're enjoying the activity you can also start to question whether actually 
you need to have an orgasm or mm-hmm. whether this is something you actually even want to have or whether you even want to in, want to have sex like mm-hmm. I mean there's the kind of um, I guess a lot of folk who might discover that they are asexual or somewhere yeah. on the asexuality spectrum may have gone through this kind of thing of why is it I'm not having an orgasm I'm really frustrated at myself and it's yeah like, turns out I wasn't really into it yeah and exactly. that's okay they're not they're, they're not necessarily pleasurable for everyone and cer- no. certainly it can be quite a scary experience for some people or unpleasant yeah. and again that's where it's good to you know be okay with wherever you are and you know try different things like we've talked on the program before about breath, program. Uh, breath the show program. the show the wow. show on our show we've talked before <laughs> about like breath, breath gasms and mind gasms and I like all wait that. let's go back to program and show yeah so let's let's call it that come on let's be bold oh, yeah. I laugh but that's what it that's what it is I mean you, you know I, I, that's just what I call it I've called it that for ages <laughs> I've got my com- more confidence than you I mean it was me who who said to that we're a bit like John and Paul I bet you edited that. <laughs> I bet you edited the bit about the Beatles out didn't you because no, you can't it's in. oh okay right no. <laughs> The viewers look so embarrassed I when I say these shit. things. Uh, yeah, I am a little bit cringing inside, but yeah, yeah. Right, let's call it that. Confidence, mate, confidence. <laughs> it's the habitual voyeur of something, something <laughs> what it's known as. Part life. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, we talked on the programme slash show before. About yes. Different... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what, what were you saying? Different kinds of different kind of orgasms. Yeah. When we talk about breathgasms and mindgasms and all of this kind of thing, yeah, corgasms, yeah. yeah. So it's like there's so many different ways of of reaching a climax. And again, those question the very notion of like which counts. And I mean, yeah. they've put folks in a brain scanner and they say that it's the same kind of brain stuff that goes on when somebody has a braingasm or a breath, breathgasm or whatever but yeah. I don't really care for brain scanners no no, it's not <laughs> it's not a kind it's of sexology thing, really. no <laughs> well, I mean the thing with that is any kind of study where they're putting somebody in a laboratory yeah. looks more scientific doesn't it it's like yeah. the Guardian will report it it's like it's proper it's hard science yeah. how is that more scientific than asking people yeah. to record their orgasms over a yeah. 16 week period from every day when they have when when whether they have an orgasm or not like yeah. which is more scientific yeah the latter is much more scientific I think so I think I'm, but it's because it's prefer that white coats and laboratories yeah. asking people to have an orgasm with people standing around measuring yeah. them like and, and they, they can show you a nice picture of the brain even though no one actually knows what that picture really means yeah it's like if we've got a picture of a brain then it must be real yeah, yeah. exactly yeah we should have that show yeah. a picture of the brain. <laughs> if we, I bet we get more people to the website with a picture of like the brain. No, we wouldn't. I think the kind of people who like our stuff Science. are not. Science not gonna... has proved. Yeah, <laughs> bad sex media bingo, isn't it? It's true. Yeah, we should. Uh, what's bad sex media bingo dot com? I think it is. It? Yeah. yeah, I think I'm still paying like twenty quid a year for it oh, to be yeah. bad sex media That's bingo okay. dot com. Um, <laughs> maybe we should bring it onto our website. But yeah, yeah, all, we could. All we that could. stuff on there. Um, that's yeah, we ought to resurrect that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. One of the first projects we worked on together. That's right, and so you can listen to a sex program and tick it off. And hopefully, if you listen to ours, you wouldn't be able to tick any of the boxes because no. <laughs> we wouldn't do any of that stuff. But it sounds like you're suggesting maybe we could we could put all of that stuff in because we know that's what <laughs> that's that's the media that sells if it has lots yeah. lots of lab coats and brains and gender difference. You know, trying to generate some listeners here and. <laughs> 
Let's give the punters what they want. <laughs> we have to scare them into thinking that they're inadequate. Yeah, that's sex how sex that advice works, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It's worried about not being normal. Yeah, we'll tell you, you how to be normal. Be. <laughs> yeah, because we're so normal. <laughs> yeah, that's not what we're doing. Mm. Um, anyway, so, hopefully that was a useful yeah. answer to that question um yeah i think it boils down for me to like go after what's hot rather than what's orgasms yeah. you know and yeah. that may end up being the same thing or it may not do but it's like really tuning into what you enjoy and find exciting yeah absolutely if if there is anything and if there isn't that's also fine yeah yeah exactly uh, yeah we hope you found that useful mm-hmm. and uh, if you have any actual questions like this you'd like us to answer we'd love to hear from you but again if or if you just want to give us like a topic idea of something mm-hmm. you'd like us to talk about um, or um, if you just want to say hi yeah. um, if you want to tell us our sound quality is going better yeah. <laughs> um, or well, worse yeah we uh, I think we're pretty happy with our sound quality now. Is, we've got some little bells in the background just there oh, that's yeah. nice yeah <laughs> um, so you can ask us a question via our website megjohnandjustin.com where you can also find details of our books and zines and you can see all of our other, other podcasts and blogs as well which we're writing for each um, episode and you can hit us up on twitter at megjohnjustin facebook.com for slash megjohnjustin soundcloud.com for slash megjohnjustin and that's all our that's that's all our online presence right there yeah that's Uh, it for that yeah Cool. So far. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Yeah, bye. Bye.